0: Charlotte. And I'm Gabby. Welcome to We Know Everything. This is a podcast where, you know that, um, where we showcase our ignorance so you don't have to.
1: Yeah, so we're doing this to promote lifelong learning, putting ourselves on the spot. Um, So the format of this podcast is going to be split into two. Um, The first half is going to be us discussing a topic, exactly how we know it without doing any prior research. And um, then the second half, we're going to record a little bit into the future. And we're going to correct ourselves in the first half.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be edited. So obviously there's no gap. <laughs> That'd be a very strange choice to do it like that. Wait a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll finally hear it. But, so it'll be edited, so you'll be hearing us a week later once we've gone and researched, kind of based off what general assumptions we've just accumulated about these topics.
1: Yeah. And the point of this is, too, is that we're going to be doing the research ourselves. We're mm-hmm. not going to be seeking other people to come fill in the gaps for us, mm-hmm. where it's about improving ourselves and yeah. um, committing to lifelong learning mm-hmm. in topics that we really should know more about.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Um, there's all those resources out there. Like we live in an age where we're overwhelmed with technology, or like no, wait, not overwhelmed with technology, overwhelmed with ways to get information.
1: Yeah, and technology. And technology. <laughs> there's yeah. a link
0: there. I just didn't get it quite right. The technology no. <laughs> provides <the> information. Exactly. <laughs> so there's our second podcast. First was bees. Yeah. Um, and today we're going to be doing allergies.
1: Yeah, which That's I think nice. is a nice link there. Yeah. Some people are allergic to bees.
0: Exactly. I might be allergic to bees or I maybe I just had a normal reaction to a bee sting.
1: I think most people have a terrible reaction to bee stings. I know,
0: it's a fine line. That's yeah. something we can discuss. I'm, I think I've got a mild, it's on my like medical forms from a time I got stung when I was six. And oh, then you must be.
1: Okay, oh, self. I trust medical forms. No, I'm just saying it wasn't self-diagnosed. You weren't like, no. I got stung by a bee. This hurts. I am allergic.
0: Well, yeah, but no, no, it is self-diagnosed because no one said that. I just told doctors, or my mum just told doctors that I had a mild bee allergy. Oh. <laughs> well, I was in a pram. I can not walk. It's quite bad. How bad are bee stings? They're pretty bad. This is this is that like we should have done at the top. In the bee topic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Okay. So, allergies. Allergies. We all have them, (laughs) do (laughs) we? I don't know. No. I feel like, okay, this is is beginning with the whole, um, uh, starting off with the first point of ignorance. Yeah. Would be the differences between allergies, intolerances, and... Irritations? (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: an irritation and I'm allergic to you? Could I say that? (laughs) I'm just intolerant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, because I was thinking about this just before because you mentioned that very briefly and I thought, is it a spectrum? And are you allergic if you're like far enough along the spectrum and like the severity of your reaction or intolerant if you're on the same spectrum but just not as bad? Is it too severity? I don't know.
1: Or is intolerance is just food based? Ooh, maybe an allergy. Oh, I guess allergies like peanut allergies. And yeah, like all right, debunked. <laughs> you never need to research that one. There's quite a few allergies out there, and some of them are, like some people. Mm. I have no idea how they've made it this far in terms of like evolution. <laughs> like the fact that you can be taken down by like a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to
0: offend people who die no. if they eat peanuts. It's like Gabby yeah, just suggested that <laughs> from an evolutionary standpoint. I think we're a very
1: limited audience. <laughs> scan them all and none of them have peanut allergies
0: <laughs> well this is is it a mutation though what what is it? Is is it a genetic thing
1: well yeah any i think like any oh. sort of difference within ourselves the whole idea of variation is that mutations are not necessarily something that's helpful yeah it's just something that happens we just mutate something something like we have a new you know oh my god
0: allergies genetic i mean like because you were saying about the evolutionary
1: thing and like why
0: hasn't evolution you know why haven't those people died who would die from eating a peanut, but is it just something that could spring up randomly? You know, it's not like a genetic thing that Yeah. You see what I mean?
1: Yeah, no no. I understand totally what you mean. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Well I don't know. I've never heard of like people who have peanut allergies, parents having peanut allergies as well. I don't think it's one of those things that's hereditary. So what do they all right, what do you think causes allergies? Yeah. Um obviously Okay, so before I begin that, I know that we, in terms of the nature versus nurture thing, that I know that, like, something about the way we brought up will Mm. affect how we react to certain substances. Like, people who usually spend... I think, Mm. (laughs) obviously, this is not validated in any way, but I think people who spend a lot of their childhood and stuff stuck at home or, like, they don't go out as much or they're kind of in a more kind of suburban or city-type environment. (laughs) (laughs) I gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) That they don't really spend a lot of time outside in nature or, like, exposed to a bunch of different things. Mm. That they tend to have things more more like hay fever or more, like, yeah. Uh, okay. So I have a similar
0: sort of understanding, and my mother is not big (laughs) on... Cleaning, not her thing, and she used to always. I remember, she's definitely told me that it's a real problem with overcleaning at the moment because we've got so many like chemical things to you know wipe down surfaces with. Whatever we've killed too many bacteria and there's potentially a spike in certain allergies because our houses are too clean. And We've got intolerances springing from that. I've I'm never quoting my with mum.
1: Your, I've never agreed with your mother
0: more. Yeah. <laughs> Less cleaning, a, more playing in the dirt. Yeah, but that that's a. That's kind of what I thought as well. I didn't know if that was allergies or if that was just, like,
1: immune systems. But I guess yeah. it's all linked. Yeah, but what is it? Like, what know. is it? It's like Because I, I doubt that people would have, like, peanut allergies or, like, yeah. bee allergies or things like yes, that. You around like
0: enough dirty peanuts and now you, know, you <laughs> <the> peanut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so it can't just be an environmental thing. And maybe this is the sort of difference between tolerances and
1: allergies. Maybe one's a
0: genetic thing, one's a, something to do with, I don't know.
1: Yeah. History. So it's obviously kind of, it's obviously different things, right. I think. That's something that you would, something that's got to do with your immune system and slowly you're, you, mm. you know, you're building up immunities towards something as opposed to something that you're born with. Because and then is that thing that you're born with genetically predisposed to you or is it something that. Well, I got that, lost. <laughs> 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 is, if, if you are born with an allergy, yeah. like we were saying earlier, yeah. is that something that we got because of genetics oh, right. or is that some just random occurrence?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What about celiacs? Because that's definitely a genetic thing, right? Where you can't digest gluten.
1: Yeah. So this is something that I personally have a lot of <laughs> oh, experience. Gaby's got a background, <laughs> and not yeah. because she has it. <laughs> well, no. Well, the whole thing is when I was about fourteen, we went to a doctor, and the doctor said that I couldn't have gluten, mm. and that was back at the time that everyone was diagnosed with having mm. gluten allergies. So I spent a long time not eating gluten. Now, whether or not it's something that I grew up with, yeah. or something that when I was an adult and I went and got checked they were they said that there wasn't any sort of
0: indication yeah Yeah. i mean we're
1: all mildly intolerant towards gluten but not everyone is a celiac yeah and i treated myself very much like a celiac yeah or was it that you know i don't know and there's a whole bunch of things like if you go and you don't have gluten for a long time and you come back to it you have a worse reaction so it takes your body a while to get used to it right so I actually genuinely have no idea. Okay. I've chosen to eat gluten because <laughs> it suits me. <laughs> and I vaguely got that kind of okay from the doctor. But at the end of the day, You're like maybe, violent. yeah, maybe part of this week of research, I should go have an allergy test. <gasps> that would be fun. That's something people do is do allergy tests. Yeah. I remember vaguely mm. as a kid getting like my skin kind oh. of pricked. Yeah. And then different substances being put in. What? What?
0: Really? Happen?
1: That sounds like a horrible nightmare. I, I'm pretty sure that's how they check for allergies. I think they just took
0: some of your saliva and then I tested it in a lab.
1: No, I think that they, they prick your skin and they see how your skin seems reacts. Seems a dangerous way, re- I mean, uh, Every have time how they did it in I South laugh, Africa. Must you know, be wrong. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just is a dangerous way to find out if you're allergic to something. Like you die. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's allergic. (laughs) If
1: you put a kid, you put a fishbowl over a kid with a bee inside and see if the kid dies.
0: (laughs) It's like how they used to check for (laughs) witches back in the Middle Ages. They'd push you into a river and if you drowned you were innocent and if you floated you were a witch and obviously everyone drowned.
1: Is that just a Monty Python thing? No, no,
0: that's what they they did that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was a quest for the Holy Grail thing.
0: Um, they, they parody it. Okay. But it was definitely a very legitimate, scientific, clever way of testing whether old, slightly unusual women were witches
1: or not. I think scientific is the word there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same thing as
0: the allergy test.
1: Yeah. No. no, but no, 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 no. Yep. yep. <laughs> no, I'm saying like if you died from it. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 I think that one is slightly more advanced. <laughs> no, I see no difference. That's nice. In the spirit of, you know, medicine and all of that. So
0: we don't really understand what allergies are, with their, or how they how they form. What about the whole rise in intolerances to dairy and things like that? Is that just something we've become more aware of, or is it something that's something about modern diets because we have much more of it? Maybe it's we're just having too much for our bodies to handle. I mean, that seems about right. That's pretty much our problem with food in the
1: Western worlds in general. Or is it the way that it's prepared, or yeah, is it like process. something else? I think like it's like
0: that's processes and gluten? Okay, what are some of the weirdest allergies you've heard of? Are there some fun allergies? Not fun ones. But I like... think it's
1: fun for people around you, but I think, like... <laughs> Not fun, but I think the weirdest ones is, is... Fun's the wrong word. I just mean really unusual. Well, I kind of, like... I'm always surprised when people are like allergic to strawberries. Mm. Like what makes a strawberry so different? Like what is in a strawberry yeah. that's so different to other berries or things that are similar blah blah but it's strawberries and they have such a like a uh, intense reaction where their lips kind of balloon up as opposed to like It's a cheaper alternative to getting uh, lip jobs. Yeah. <laughs> But having that kind of like kind of irritation or kind of reaction where Mm. you're like, you get, you burst out, oh man, this actually reminds me of the story of once when we were younger, we were having dinner. It was some sort of special occasion. We were all sitting around the dinner table eating dinner. And we would, my parents, not we, my parents were drinking this Chilean wine. I hope it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it wasn't. My parents were drinking this Chilean wine. And I remember Mm. my dad sitting at the edge of the table and he was drinking it. And he was very animated because he was telling the story. Yeah. And we couldn't interrupt his story because he was in the middle of the story. But Mm. slowly, as he was telling the story, (laughs) like hives started appearing on his face. Like huge hives. And like it was just that one particular brand of wine. And I think it may have happened Uh. I feel like it happened more than once. So proud to my dad <laughs> so he testing. Didn't learn. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> my dad's the true scientist, he's testing. Yeah. but that, that was just the craziest thing. That's and it was a like one instant image. reaction. Yeah. And which is totally different to my view of like intolerances or allergies towards gluten or um, milk where you like you can't digest it properly and you have problems going to the bathroom. It's this instant reaction, like I eat a strawberry and my lips flare up. Yeah, or I yeah, eat a your throat and I die. closes. Yeah. Um I was gonna say I think there's one where you're allergic to air. Yeah.
0: Think something like that.
1: I feel like there are some weird yeah. people allergic
0: to the sun yeah, or this, water. I could just be thinking of the movie um, Nicole Kidman and The Others. Do you remember? Where well, she's Virginia Woolf? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's The Hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is the one where the, the, she thinks the kids can't um, handle sunlight, so they don't go outside and they live in that house. But I think there's something. there is one, something in the air, like you can't go outside, sunlight. So there's some
1: like really insane allergies. It's like, like it happened with a kid in the Sacred Garden, the Secret Garden, as well. <laughs> oh. he, but I think that was all like psychosomatic. I think that uh, was like, like you you develop this fear that you are like people who are really germophobic and stuff. They have mm. developed this fear that they'll have this intense reactions to the point that you isolate yourself so much that when you do expose yourself to things. And maybe, maybe I'm
0: just thinking, cause, what agrophobic when you can't leave the house? Maybe yeah. I am confusing psychosomatic. Things with actual allergies, but I've got a feeling there are actual allergies. I think there are. Oh, definitely. No, 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 seen... no, not like. Oh, I mean, like actual allergies to like sunlight. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: no, I'm not denying the existence of allergies.
1: Well, I know people have some strange. I know that pe- you know people have different reactions to things like water and sun. But I don't know. Those are really weird cases. Yeah. So how does something like that is that not a mutation? Right. How could something like that?
0: We will find out. We will find out. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else do we know? What else do we have? In our heads about
1: our allergies. Well, I think it's the thing is like, how is it diagnosed? Because like right. you were saying, that a lot of these things are self-diagnosed. And I've seen mm. you diagnose yourself with milk I allergies. I think I have a <laughs> dairy intolerance.
0: But program. again, dairy intolerance. That's a good one to talk about because it's such a hot topic. We're all kind of dairy intolerant, right? We don't need to have it. It's for cows. Leave it to the cows. <laughs>
1: um, I think we are meant to have some calcium in our diet. Yeah, but we obviously... And have some probiotics and yogurts need and stuff. It. Yeah. Be, and we have like we produce our own milk and that kind of thing. So sure do. Maybe we should just drink breast milk our whole lives. No, no, but <laughs> this is the thing
0: that's meant to be for because it's like all nutrient rich. So only babies are meant oh, to yeah, have yeah, it. No, like, oh yeah, no Okay, oh, I was like you creep. Not being serious. Stop <laughs> so trying to always get breast milk. Just kidding. Um, but because but that's the whole thing of dairy intolerance, right? That's, we're just not meant to digest it very well. Digest it very well anyway. And mm. some different races can digest it better than others. Like, I think a lot of people from Asia have a harder time digesting dairy products. Yeah. Because it was the least part of their lifestyle than maybe in Europe.
1: And histamines and stuff as well. So well they get it's... like
0: when they drink wine and stuff. Oh, and they get yeah. Like really red flushes.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess so. Milk
0: allergies are quite straightforward, as in. Well, I feel like we think they're quite straightforward, as mm. in it's we just have too much of it in our diets. And it's just the unnatural amount that is leading to the high amount of people who can't digest it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we have. We're feeling good on that one. We'll find out. It's kind of hard to figure it out, though, because you have to, like, isolate it. Like, mm. I think you know, I always go through phases where I'm, like, I'm going to figure out why I'm so tired all the time. And I could like, be, like, I just need to take away, so, like, because a process of elimination is such a difficult, like, uh, chore much. to go through. And there's just, it's you're not just, like, like,
0: food. It's everything. You've got to eliminate our noisy neighbours. Maybe they're the reason you're tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: think this is a good time to bring that up. But, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. But, like, having just to, you know, go through a couple of weeks, like, Slowly going through the process of elimination Mm. Of eliminating certain things in your diet And figuring out whether or not you feel better And do you feel better because you did get an extra Hours of sleep or things are going well in your life Or you're Mm. less stressed or because Mm. this thing is being You know, which I think that's what makes What I think with the Differences between intolerances or that spectrum That we talked about more difficult Is the fact that, you know, it's harder To isolate like, whether or not you have, like, a mild intolerance to something as opposed to an allergy, which is kind of more, right. like, evident. Yeah, if, if I'm right about that.
0: Do you think, because of the confusion around, um, like, these intolerances that are, you know, quite common to talk about today, that people, there's a, there's a industry making money out of it?
1: Ooh, yeah, I'm always uh, looking
0: for the scam. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. There's like heaps of stuff like that all the time. Though, mm. like people like promoting just, cigarettes as being good for your health to sell more cigarettes. Yeah, I like, just
0: think of all the all the diets out there that
1: are kind of based on um,
0: elimination diets or things like that, like FODMAP. You know the one you can't eat like uh, yeah. or anything nice. Um, or those blood type diets where you eat according to your blood type. I'm sure there's one where you I eat according to your horoscope.
1: Like, like vitamin C, like being good for your own colds and stuff like that, has been proven to be untrue. We only yeah. really need trace amounts of vitamin C. And I was, was horrified
0: to learn that. Yeah. Because that's all I do and have a cold. Yeah.
1: But I eat garlic and vitamin and oranges. Yeah, and that could have easily have been some sort of promotional thing to get more people drinking orange juice or whatever yeah. it was to promote vitamin C. So that's another like <laughs> kind of another level of it altogether. I know if I've been lied to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of maybe we should talk a little bit about what physically happens in the body. Okay, like what is what is happening down in the <laughs> inside there when you um, have an allergic reaction.
0: The thing that I think of straight away is your throat closes and someone stabs you in the leg with a pin, epi pen epi-pen. an epi pen. <laughs> yeah, that's the like throat closing. So it's something to do with what the glands.
1: Swelling? There must be some sort of, that's like an irritant, like something touches your lips and then right. suddenly you have a, yeah, an instant.
0: Why do they grow? Why do they get bigger? What's the body trying to do?
1: What is the body trying to do? <laughs> Kill you so you don't feel irritated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is your throat closing? I guess it's swelling. Like swelling is a Why reaction. Is it <sighs> to okay. All right, no. So I feel been... like swelling in general yeah. is a way of like, Like, if you go through an injury or something like that, you have a lot of... Swelling? Like, helpful blood cells, maybe, like, going to that particular area of the body and trying to, like, help it out. And, like, this is, like, kind of creating, like, a layer of maybe pus and mucus. I have no idea.
0: Because I was like, that sounds... Maybe... I'm always wrong. You're always right. But that sounds weird to think that the size difference is due to...
1: I thought it would be water. I mean, like, swelling, when we hurt ourselves, must have some sort of beneficial you know, kind of, you know, like suddenly, you know, when we hurt ourselves, the body is just like, all right, let's like heal the certain part of the body. And maybe with allergies, what the body is actually trying to do to try and protect the body is actually making things way worse.
0: Maybe. Or is it, it can't be saving
1: it, can it? No. Unless they're like... That's a good question. Why do people swell? (laughs) (laughs) Why? It was a process of elimination. They were just like, all right, you can't handle a peanut. (laughs) You're going. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. (laughs) Out with you. Your glands are just like, nah, (laughs) you had your chance. Is it
0: your glands that swell? Am I right? You think glands? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why not? Something has to swell.
0: Well, I thought maybe swelling was something to do with cooling, like more surface area. And if you get the heat gone, then things are moving slower.
1: Is this something that you're figuring out now or something? Yeah, you know? no,
0: I'm working through this. This is live me oh, okay. working through it. All right. So if things are moving Mind slower, is <laughs> then uh, maybe whatever's moving that shouldn't be.
1: But then why is <laughs> swelling Still like, hot? <laughs> it's uh, swelling hot? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was swelled up after a bee sting and it's like burning. It's like really, really hot, or your feet swell up or something. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but I don't know if you. If it probably does burn when your throat swells up. Mm.
1: I don't know yeah. it doesn't get cold. What is that feeling of burning? Is it actually it getting hot or is it? I know like that, that it's meant to be a sign that things are healing. I know the burning is meant to be a good thing to feel, isn't it? I don't know. God. It's something I think that will try to sell us. <laughs> so when your products yeah. are burning your face <laughs> off because of all the acids, they're like, it means it's working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's just a it place to a set it no, that's a tangent. I'll like, no. We'll talk about, we should talk about um, pimple products some other time. Okay. We'll just okay, we'll get we'll away. We'll do skincare,
1: skincare. Okay. Skincare is a good one. We'll do skincare that some is other time. One. It's a really good one. Because we should know more about that. Yeah. And, and after right. my instant with <laughs> Roberto, we'll talk about that. Well, that's the thing. Talking about my dad again, like yeah. <laughs> the hives. Like, what is hives? Is that like a sign for other people that pe- this guy is not doing
0: okay? Let me just show things you'll make to back off. <laughs>
1: Give your kids a story <laughs> yeah. to tell for the rest of their lives. Oh no, I thought
0: it was meant to be like a physical like. Gross things, so like potential mates wouldn't mate with them.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because... can't drink Chilean wine. Yeah, it have... it have... If only my mom knew beforehand. <laughs>
0: yeah, in you would someone who can't even tell a funny story while having Chilean wine.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hold on, what were we saying? Is <laughs> our reaction to allergies? Yeah. Is just. Why is it just natural selection? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right before be. our eyes.
0: <laughs> Could it be? No. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, okay, so why do we swell? It's probably not gonna. It's probably not something that has a benefit or that's like an evolutionary thing. It's probably just a chemical sort of triggery thing, right?
1: Yeah, Um. I
0: don't know. All right, well, I feel like we've got enough to go on. Yeah. So we're gonna research this for a week. Yeah. Um, we're gonna look at multiple sources. This is boring. We'll do that. Yeah. And you'll be hearing us in like a second telling you everything you ever want to know about
1: allergies. Yeah, we'll go through everything we talked about, which I think is roughly, we talked about how, uh, what are allergies? What is the difference between an allergy and an intolerance? Is it something that's genetic? Is it something that's due to the fact that uh, where we live and where we grow up? Is it something that we are born with or something that happens later on? And then what physically happens in the body when you mm. are allergic to something? And what are the best ways to figure out whether or not you have allergies or you are intolerant towards something? Mm. Yeah. All, all right. right. Cool. Let's go do all that now. All right. Bye. All right. <laughs> we'll see you in a week.
0: <laughs> and we're
1: back. Hello. <laughs> um.
0: It has been, if we
1: sound a bit wiser, we are. We are. We're older, wiser, and... Ring clear. I think we're, we're pretty much certified doctors now, I think. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So we've just re-listened to the first half of the allergy episode. So we've undergone the same amount of trauma as our listeners. <laughs> and if you're still here, well done. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you contact us and you've reached into this far, I will give you $2. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is my strategy in the last radio show I had was I'm constantly trying to bribe people to listen to me.
1: You no, know, you're like a nicer fortified disc jockey now. And I think they call them disc jockeys. They use the full title. Yeah, no, they do. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously, man, this one was difficult for me. Like going back and like learning about allergies. Yeah. Because I think I started off when I went and I was like, all right, now I need to learn all the stuff about allergies. Because, just because we had gone so broad and we were like, what about evolution and what we about went, all of this? We went like,
0: broad and I listening back I thought this, I've got regrets <laughs> why the hell did we go so broad yeah
1: but I am um, yeah I think I kind of like undertook way too much when I was like alright how do allergies work and I'm glad like, to hear this I arguably did the opposite <laughs> <laughs> No, do not, don't, don't let, don't let the records show that I know a lot let about allergies. The record allergies. show Gabby just said that she went
0: too far in her knowledge. I've seen too much. Yeah. All right. I mean, let's look, look expert, expert, I just no. Uh Gabriela Perez, self-titled, knows more about allergies than any other person on the planet.
1: What's an allergy? If anything, and we talked about this before. Oh, my God, avoiding the question. Avoiding the question to begin with, Your Honour. If anything, I think this whole whole thing has made me, like, obviously, now this sounds like a very kind of obvious thing, but I feel very... um, Like you're not a doctor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say?
1: If anything, I feel that I have... More of a respect for doctors Than ever before
0: (laughs) Gabby didn't respect doctors before She thought their job seemed pretty easy And like any Dumbo could do it
1: (laughs) Well it's true We're kind of in a society now Where you like Google anything and everything Before you go see a doctor Yeah And I think there is And I think like kind of going through kind of web and d and first like looking through all the stuff yeah i think you just have a really distorted view of what's going on or you feel like because it's so succinct and because it gives it to you in like nice Mm. easily read bullet points you feel like you understand the topic and you diagnose yourself you feel like you're doing what a doctor does you think doctors also pretty much google what your symptoms are yeah and that is no difference and understanding like when you start to go into anything quite deeply you understand how it becomes way more gray. It yeah. becomes this black and white. You realize there's so many variables and you realize, with especially with medicine, yeah. like things are symptoms of other things. Medicines have effects on other things. It's not oh, all just I'm like, the
0: first person to say it's confusing and I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, we are
1: kind of revolutionaries to say that medicine is hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. And I think I have a really huge mental block. Right. In terms of how medicine works and how uh Oh, you the heard, body works. I mean, we heard me
0: on the podcast before. I think that how they used to teach, uh, test for witchcraft is like the same science as we
1: use today. I liked your theory about swelling. Yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> it was my favorite I want that part. <laughs> It'll live forever. All right. And in saying that, and I think that's a nice way to start with a disclaimer for the second half, that we're not doctors. Not (laughs) doctors. Or or a smart person, maybe. Yeah, I don't know who we are. (laughs) Uh, But we are enthusiastic about allergies. Yes. All right. So that was the thing that we did a lot in the in the first half of the podcast, I think, was use the term allergy and intolerance. We knew they were different, but we used them interchangeably or that they sat on either sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I think we threw around the word irritation in there. Yeah. And an allergy is different to an intolerance in terms of the fact that an allergy, uh, an allergic reaction involves the immune system. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas an intolerance or an irritation does not. No. Tends to be the digestive tract. Yeah. 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 That's the kind or of skin for irritation. Like, if you, like, um, I don't know, you, you go get all red because something happened, <laughs> it's not necessarily an allergic reaction. No. It's just, you know, your skin having an irritation. The, it's when Yeah.
0: Yeah. The problem is symptoms can be quite similar. Like, a general thing is allergies are a lot rarer and intolerances are a lot more common. And allergies tend to be a lot more severe than an yeah. intolerance.
1: Yeah. All right. And then an allergy is simply just a case of mistaken identity. Yeah, It's uh, anything that causes an allergy is called an allergen. Mm -hmm. And when an allergen is introduced to the body and the body's like, it's a peanut or a piece of pollen, it's actually, no, this is a a deadly virus thing that we need to destroy. And your immune system overreacts and gets all hysterical about it and Mm -hmm. then starts doing things that are not necessarily great for you and actually can make matters a whole lot worse
0: it's actually i feel like you can draw real parallels with like the human mind it's been hypersensitive it's reading into something that's not there and having a crazy paranoid reaction that creates a lot of damage and serve no purpose that's exactly what your immune system does
1: i found the thing that was the most interesting about allergies yeah um in terms of the fact that you're not it you you When you're first exposed to a substance, you don't initially get an allergic reaction to it straight away. Your body gets exposed to something and it basically, it's like, hmm, this is new. And it goes and consults. Um, we didn't do, we didn't do. Yeah, it goes and consults <laughs> women D And it's like, hey, who is this? And it goes and consults like your, your T-cells and stuff like that And they kind of look at this new kind of allergen And they're all like, hey, what is this? And mm-hmm. they're like, actually, this is something bad, blah, blah, blah And then the second time you get exposed to it, you have an allergic reaction and I think oh. that's the medical definition of that whole process That I just like <laughs> said over there, just by the way So write that down in your medical jour- journals, <laughs> yeah, guys doctors are listening to this, and I hope they are <laughs> Which I didn't realize, I didn't realize that at all no, and it kind of makes sense because I was thinking about um, we live with a dog, and she's got a very severe allergic reaction to um, a plant that we have outside. But it didn't happen we for the think. first. We think it didn't happen for the first eight months.
0: And it just true. may
1: have, like, been a different... Actually, you know, I should have started this. but like, I'm sure allergic processes are very different in dogs. But there was a sense of, like, the body, like, getting to know the allergen, stuffing yeah. it out, and then being like, you know what? Nah. And <laughs> now she looks her paw 24-7, and it's kind of disgusting. Yeah,
0: so... <laughs> <laughs> Our couches are full of weird wet patches where her tongue just kind of overlaps
1: her paw. <laughs> no one said the story had a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it does, not she's licking her paw as we speak, and that's true. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So,
0: we talked a lot about the genetics. Like, was it a genetic thing? We mm. mentioned that we didn't think it was. I think we both found out that that's wrong. It is kind of
1: a genetic thing. So, it is, yeah. it's a nature and a nurture thing. It's not genetic in the sense of like you're allergic to bees and then your son will be allergic to bees. Yeah. It's that you have the predisposition predis- to have an allergy.
0: I thought that was really interesting. And then the
1: son would have might be more susceptible to having certain types of allergies. I guess, and I think the fact was that if you have one parent who has an allergy, mm. you have like a thirty-three to fifty. I see in that bracket percent yeah. chance of getting an allergy yourself. Right. But if you have both parents, and it's seventy percent. So okay. Yeah. I also
0: read: if I'd you're identical twins, you're seventy percent likely to have the same allergy. And if not identical twins, 30%. Just oh. throwing out some genetic percentages. Huh. But I guess it makes sense when you think an allergy is... It's a hypersensitivity of your um, immune system. Mm. So it's not the allergen per se. It's the immune system and whatever it picks to be, it's chosen allergen. Yeah. So well, it's
1: in the choosing of allergens, I think there's a lot of, like, confusions over, like, what, what suddenly becomes an allergen and what doesn't. And yeah. so there's still a lot of gray area, it seems, in the study of that. But it looks like that allergens can look well it's it's kind of the protein that's the main thing that um you know, that people think is what uh, causes, what uh, becomes the allergen. And yeah. the, those proteins could look very similar to something like a parasitic worm or something that we could have needed to build immunities for within our bodies. Right. So there is an idea that, like, on a more molecular level, our mm. body is mistaking them because they can look very similar. And this is why there's, like, eight or nine main foods that are allergic to 90% of allergic oh my reactions.
0: God, steal my facts off my face, Gabby. <laughs> She's reading my notes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I will I'll list them for you. (laughs) Milk, egg, peanuts, tree nuts, fish, shellfish, wheat, and soy. So those are the ones. So, yeah, that makes sense if they have all got something molecular, which is similar to what our immune system is used
1: to attacking. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, like or like
1: like a parasitic worm that we would have had to have build immunities for over the years. Yeah. Um so yeah, like I mean we talked a lot about evolution probably a bit too much too in much. the first half. <laughs> if we didn't we've cut it out. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you
0: you missed very little.
1: <laughs> we went through everything. Let's not talk um, about it again. <laughs> in terms of the the evolutionary benefits of allergies, there's like s- different like belief systems around what it is. But one of them that I found really interesting, well, two of them were Mm. that um, those things, those allergens, things like pollen, things like peanuts, things like whatever, Mm. could have once have been dangerous to us. Oh, like back right. in Could the very poisonous. beginning, been, yeah, yeah. And so, this was our body's reaction to try and get it out to us and get um, it out of our systems by trying to kill us even more. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad one, body. <laughs> no, um, we'll explain oh, about yep. the process of that in just a little oh. bit, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, the first belief was allergies, like we were once allergic to those kind of things, we still are, yeah, yeah, we still are. The second belief obviously that the allergens could look very similar to things that we've been exposed to um in the past and the other one is that our bodies react in a certain way that is meant to actually try and get rid of the allergens so things like when we produce the enzyme histamine which opens our capillaries and you know, like we we get a runny nose or we start tearing up uh-huh. or we're like and it's kind of opening vessels and it's opening right. channels to try and get things out of our system faster. Having yeah. a bad um, digestive reaction to something could be that your body is trying to get rid of something like that very makes quickly. makes sense. It mean, yeah. like
0: happens when you have bad food, your body gets rid of it. Yeah. Immediately yeah. it's like, nah, Mm-mm. no way.
1: <laughs> but it could have been that back in the day once upon a time. Yeah, these uh, allergens were actually bad for us. Yeah, and yeah, so our body is trying to. uh, We have now evolved enough to have, not have pollen affect us in a negative way. Mm. Um, the other one was that uh, there could actually be something in the allergens that is actually harmful to us that we don't know right now. So there's like things I think they like things like um. Things in bee venom that could be like breaking down our cell walls, or even things in pollen that they actually could be bad for us. I like, and it's not just
0: body knows more than we know. Yeah, and yeah. it's not
1: just, of course, the it body. No, I mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like more like, than the mind. Yeah, <laughs> Does that make sense. Yeah, of course, more than medicine knows. It's like yes. doing the processes for us. Yeah, it could be like, hey, because it's on some cases it's shown that we only really have an allergic reaction to something if it starts having a detrimental effect on our cells. So if things start, like, breaking down or, like, that kind of thing. So maybe it is actually protecting for us from something that is really dangerous and maybe pollen in peanuts is not as harmless as we thought. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to kill the peanut industry.
0: Yeah. Um, should we talk about so intolerances? So intolerances are not allergies. Mm. Intolerances are when... There's kind of several different, like it's a broad category, it's several different variations, different things can cause it, but it's just when you haven't got what you need in your body to break things down correctly. So it's pretty much things not breaking down how they should be, Mm. and that's generally why it's causing digestive um, issues. Or
1: I guess you could also have things like irritable bowel syndrome as well. Yes. Yeah, so that'll make you more susceptible to intolerances towards milks and that kind of thing because your bowel can't actually help you like, do that. Yeah. And I think, yeah. with Does so the body not mean able to process things? Yeah, it doesn't have the right enzymes to break things down, mm. like, found in milk and that kind of thing. As opposed to your body having some milk and being like, this is actually something that I need to protect myself against. Let's yeah. fight the milk. It's yeah, more like yeah, your body being like, I have no mm-hmm. idea what to do with this. Yeah. Let's just take it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with milk, we did talk about that one. So, pretty much with milk, it's when you're a baby, you produce uh, lactose? Mm. You produce the enzyme needed to break down milk because you're a baby. Obviously, mammal babies drink milk, mm. and we just stop producing that. So, we stop producing that as we get older. Um, and that's why we have a lot harder times breaking down milk because we're just not meant to be drinking it when we're fully grown adults. Yeah. That's pretty much it. We just have a hard time breaking it down. And it is very much something, pretty much, only people descended from like Northern Europe. Yeah. It, they can people from that uh, descent can handle it a lot better, but pretty much everybody else does have a much much harder time breaking it down. Yeah. probably something to do with there's probably more milk around there, and we probably I don't know. That seems to make sense that people from that area would have drank maybe more milk than yeah. people in Asia. Yeah, but yeah, that's what the milk one is. We're just not really meant to be drinking it. Mm. This child's very anti milk. <laughs> I am. I drink a lot of it. <laughs> if you're wondering, maybe she's a vegan. You're wrong. <laughs>
1: I'm ashamed of myself. (laughs) And, um, all right, speaking of ashamed of myself, I'm going to have a little crack trying to – how to explain um, how our bodies react to – so what happens within the body when we get hit by an allergen. We heard my very good description before about sweating and heating and
0: things slowing down, and we all thought, that's good. Let let us hear no more on the subject, but Gabby's decided to (laughs) overrule me.
1: Apparently it wasn't right. Apparently it was laughable. (laughs) All right, so your body – Gets exposed to an allergen. Yes. Um. So you get pollen or yep. whatever it is, a peanut, blah blah, and um, the allergen and immediately your immune system kind of sets off a warning sign, being like, "There's this allergen. We need to do something about it." And it creates an antibody,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, called immunoglobin E. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte's nodding. I got the doctor's appro- approval. Well, it's one of them. Yes. They get um, uh, uh get. Re- and this antibody goes and it attaches itself to something called a mast cell which is something in a body and the mast cell um, secretes enzymes like histamines and what histamines did. And I think I just mentioned it just before, uh, do, um, do fun things to your body, like open the capillaries and let more mucus and fluids and stuff go through, um, which is not very helpful in the case when you don't need it and you just end up being sneezy all summer long because there's so much pollen everywhere. Ah. And uh, yeah, in and, and certain cases it gets so severe that um, you can go and have go into anaphylactic shock or have an anaphylactic reaction to an allergy, mm-hmm. and when your body is just very dramatic, your body is like, Whoa, I can't even. And yeah, you can go and do things like go into shock and have tremors or really horrible things, seizures and horrible things happening to you.
0: And do we know exactly what it is that makes some re- um, reactions so much more dramatic? Like, why it can just be mild irritation to death? you know what what is there think about peanuts proteins in particular that really scares the body?
1: yeah, I have no idea. It could be the fact that I find it quite interesting, and this is kind of going into how we um how we uh protect ourselves against our allergies or how we overcome allergies where some allergies seems like you can undergo a series of immunotherapy where you expose yourself to little bits of those allergens in order to reverse them. Mm. And we can get an allergy anytime during our lives. We can develop them and then we can like get rid of them. But sometimes it seems that. And you be
0: allergic to anything as well. Any food can technically be allergic.
1: Yeah. We're just more susceptible to certain types of food. Yeah. I can them out again. Yeah. There's been some crazy allergies. Yeah,
0: okay, what, so I don't think my light one was correct, um, or my ear one, or maybe I was confusing the air theory with just hay fever and pollen in the air. Mm. But what are the, any other crazy ones that you read about? Well, there was definitely water. water yeah, that's crazy. Water,
1: which a horrible one, which happened to a very, very small fraction of people. It would have obviously, to. <laughs> and they have to, like, constantly kind of... What do they do? They just have to give themselves, like, some sort of... Uh, uh, they have to kind of protect themselves against <sighs> creating more of those um, antibodies, um, basically, or create another sort of antibody which actually stops the production of those antibodies. And they have to just keep doing that every time before they have a drink of water, like every day. That kind of thing. That is just so horrible. Yeah. And then th- there was some. There was some. There was some weird ones. Yeah. There was al- allergies to our own bodily fluids, such <laughs> as like sweat. <laughs> yeah, I think I heard like, of that. Yeah. Um and hormone, mm. pro-estrogen, I think that some women so yeah, at that time of the month you get allergic to oh, Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And how could that time of the month already get any worse? I know. And then you suddenly <sighs> it's you're allergic the hell, to calendar period. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there's there's quite a few that are very weird and very yeah, strange. I and mean, I guess in literally anything can
0: be an allergen, then Yeah. Yeah. Imagine when, so people are allergic to chocolate. People they've been allergic to chips. I'd hate that. Charlotte loves chips. I love chips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I whispered that into the mic. So if you, you can hear that, I love chips. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I think we should talk about um, kind of things, whether or not – so I've heard the fact yes. going around that allergens are on the ri- oh, allergies are on the rise. So about 40% of the population yeah. has an allergy, and that's going to grow exponentially. Yeah, there's definitely –
0: that seems to be pretty clear. They are on the rise, and they have been on the rise since, and the, the, the marker is industrialization. That's to blame. So I thought that was so interesting. I didn't know that. So third world countries have nowhere near the rates of allergies that developed countries do. And, you know, there's good evidence to back up that as cities get industrialised and modernised, that increases allergies, which is interesting because, I don't know, I guess we're taught not to think about the downsides of modernization.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned this in the mm-hmm. first... I did half the podcast. So you really knew about this because I think your mom had like grabbed onto the f- the hygiene hypothesis, yeah, which is going around that the more we try to be quite hygienic or stop ourselves, mm-hmm. the more that we're the less we're exposing ourselves to certain things that help us. Kind of do develop, that yeah. immune therapy kind of treatment to our allergens from a very early age. It, what we said was fairly on point. Like we're doctors, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know why we're doing the second half. I mean,
0: but <laughs> this one, it's pretty much yeah. the idea that your immune system needs to be exposed to those things as a child, so you can develop your your immunization against them. If you're not developed to enough things, it will get overreactive, and it's gonna it's gonna do its thing anyways so if it's mm. not getting, you know, enough. Um, allergens to develop against, it will just find ones that it doesn't even need to. And that's kind of how, why we have so many allergens. They are on the rise. Um, yeah, Are they meant to get. Did you say I didn't see much about what the future projections were for it? But is it meant to get? Yeah, worse? because apparently
1: things like pollution and global warm, warming could yeah. expose us to more allergens and that. As kind of usual, thing, so. pollution
0: was really the big. That's the big problem. Yeah. Of course, it is. How, like <laughs> just you... every single podcast that we do so far, it's always <laughs> like pollution. <laughs> we should stop doing it. Has anyone thought about that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm revolutionary gonna say it. things. Yeah it's kind of interesting with doing something like this if I could do a, a quick aside to the whole yeah. idea you know we talk a lot about like what are the sort of things that we should be talking about and I didn't realise how important it is to know about allergies just because mm. so many people have allergies and so many people don't understand how it affects them mm. or even what you can do to like lessen your allergies yeah. or what you can do to if you have kids like make sure that you know that you're doing you're not kind of putting them in a bubble which is actually going to be harmful for them in the, in the long run definitely
0: it seems yeah. maybe it's I think our culture has kind of made that um, putting them in a bubble And just trying to protect yeah. them Constantly seem like A good thing to do But as usual If we are not doing things On a balance It's always going to be A bad thing Even if the intention's good You know It's uh, I mean the main ones Seem to be Your children should be Interacting with other children yeah. Like people from large families Have less allergies so I guess, and I mean, people kids should probably be interacting with other children
1: for many reasons. Oh, definitely, should um, just be touching each other. Away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throwing dirt at each other all yeah. the time. Um, Giving lots of little lies. In saying that, obviously, if you are genetically predisposed to allergies, the chances of you having a more severe allergy are yeah. higher. So there's yeah. obviously good to get checked to make sure that mm. you don't. Um, yeah, so we discussed a little bit about how you diagnosed um, allergies and the skin prick test, I remember as a child, is a thing. That's yeah, quite a common yeah, way that of... that seems to be the main one. I did announce that I'll go get my allergies tested, <laughs> but man, it's expensive. Um, I was like, whatever. We
0: tested, we tested, <laughs> what we found out is it's not that affordable. No. <laughs> And maybe that's an interesting point. Like,
1: unless I'm, like, dying of something, I'm yeah. not going to go to get it checked out. <laughs> we can, you can check it yourself. Just eat. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to do everything. my own, like, Test. get little proteins. Yeah. I say little proteins, put them on my skin, see how I react, and be like, ah, and take some notes. <laughs> I'm wear going to some coat. on you. Yeah, I'll wear a lab coat while I do it. It'll be fine. No, It'll it is. Fine. it is quite expensive to undergo... Uh, that kind of... Uh, uh, well, here in New Zealand it is, at least. Yeah. And it seems like the best way, obviously, to check for allergies towards foods is through elimination techniques. But then again, that could be an intolerance as well. Yeah, um, yeah, there are blood tests that you can do, and it's always better to do earlier on in life mm. um, to see if you are predisposed to have reactions to certain types of allergens and stuff from the mm. very beginning when you're more like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. I was going to say, the interesting, what I thought about, so allergies are on the rise. And so, obviously, we talked a lot about, not a lot, about, like, gluten intolerance and, you know, all mm. those kind of intolerances, which have become very prolifical of a sudden. And are they on the rise? And there's some conflicting um, conflicting information about that. I found that some people said they weren't on the rise, but they've always been massively overdiagnosed because it's contributing to a very very um wealthy industry, which is the kind of health food industry. Like it had some incredible facts about how many people eat gluten free who do not need to be eating gluten free. Like um yeah, that's kind of surprising. It's they so the the industry has been going like a crazy amount. So it's worth like four billion, I think four billion, maybe more than that now. But it's projected to be let me check my facts. Is this US? Yes. Thirty five billion. By twenty twenty five. Wow So it's growing fast mm. And I mean I don't even need to tell you that Because we all know It's growing fast Everyone knows someone Who's now Having a gluten-free diet And it could be harmful for you If you're not actually Gluten-intolerant We do actually need gluten We've potentially Been eating gluten Far longer Than we've been eating meat Our bodies can digest it Not on the scale That we're eating it now That's the Is that that we're eating that, too much? We are eating too much Too much of dairy Of course we are yeah. Too much dairy Too much gluten Like um, But I think that's really interesting. We've been eating gluten a lot longer than we've been eating meat, so our bodies can digest it better than they can meat.
1: Yeah. I did not know that. I, I honestly thought that just no one could eat gluten. <laughs> no, <laughs> also, it's interesting can. like the intolerances versus allergy thing because you mm. mentioned wheat being one of the highest foods that have an allergy. Yeah. Yeah, so there seems to be like you can have. An intolerance towards something that other people have an actual allergic reaction to, which is when your immune system comes into play and when it overreacts as opposed to your body not being able to process it.
0: Mm, Because there are dairy allergies and then there's lactose intolerance. Dairy allergies are way rarer and it's the immune system reaction to the
1: proteins. Intolerance is can't break down the enzymes. Now, this is exactly where I say again that I am not a doctor. That in thinking of this would have been that if you have an allergy towards something like that, is it more beneficial for you to then continue eating it so you can grow immunities oh. towards that allergy. But if you have an intolerance, your body cannot physically process something. So I you're just going to be ripping out your intestines well, every day. Dr. Gabby time. is telling everyone, if you
0: have an allergy, have get, get have, that peanut.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Find that bee. Yeah. Get it to sing you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean that well, is immunotherapy is a way of working. I'm sure, like with the really, you know, they, I think that when they first tested out, it's a very diluted little, like, yeah. tiny trace amount of whatever it is that you're allergic to. I read um, something
0: about celiac, which is an intolerance, but celiac patients getting given hookworms and that helped them, and in something that could digest gluten better. No, no, no! I think I've seen this details. as well.
1: Yeah, where and then you land up like having like a really like store stomach, a, a store stomach, a, a sore stomach. Like there was a way of like reducing your reaction to certain foods yeah. using worms, worms, but then the worms did a way worse job of giving you other things like <laughs> and other digestive problems. So the so. worms are like a
0: yeah, like, good bad, good bad. Yeah, <laughs> We're not sure what we stand the worms. They're great. They could um, be great. Yeah. But but th- that was really interesting that the kind of rise in apparent people who are intolerant to gluten. Apparently, they're not. Apparently, there's... So, either you're celiac and there's this non-celiac but gluten intolerant category, mm. which arguably doesn't actually exist. And they're mistaking um, other foods, um, like the fod FODMAP foods. Yeah. They're mistaking <clears throat> the damage caused by those because that's like super common foods um, and blaming it on gluten. But apparently not. Apparently... Mm. Not many of us are that gluten intolerant.
1: And also, like, I maybe I, you know, what grew out of it, or maybe oh, you know, that's I right. still have some intolerances because I had to like eat gluten for years and years and years. Yeah. So I wonder what that is. And well, this I've would probably, this is um, a good incentive for me to actually fork out that money and figure out, go see a doctor. I can out. guarantee Gabby will not be out any money <laughs> over <laughs> her potential inclusion of <laughs> No. I did remind me that I actually had a lot more, like, I was susceptible to a lot more things than just gluten when we had that allergy test. I remember grass and rye and, you know, dogs uh. and cats came out too. Like, there was yeah. quite a few things. I definitely, I definitely am allergic to every dog that we start living with or that I'm exposed to yeah. for the first couple of weeks. And then That's I get so better after a while. Like, in a yeah,
0: so mm. Oh, something about intolerances that I thought was interesting. There's very, very strong links, it seemed, that if you're born by a cesarean birth, um, that you will have intolerances. Yeah. Or allergies. Oh, what one was it? I think it was allergies. Cesarean birth, yeah. It means you have a high... I why. And antibiotics. That's obviously Are the other one. Are you just not one. exposed to certain
1: types of bacteria, maybe? I that's feel what like that's I know, all that's inside because the the that, canal. That little... <laughs> You're just scraping all this useful bacteria <laughs> yeah. as you go down. You not on your head, it's so <laughs> yeah. to, like so tight, it's like a prison to you. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> lathering it up and like, all right, I'm going to be fine in the future. I
0: yeah. couldn't imagine that that little journey could be could do that, but yeah. Caesarean births have definitely got a high chance. Are they they're the beginning allergies? of a hygiene problem? <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: to very delicately remove the baby from <laughs> you without it touching anything.
0: I guess. Yeah. Seems too hygienic. Yeah. It needs to be a lot messier. <laughs> um, and obviously antibiotics, <laughs> they're problematic. Yeah. They kill the good and the bad. And
1: we could definitely do a whole other podcast yeah, yeah, on antibiotics. Yeah. H, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's another thing that I was like, oh, but then how does, like, how do you not just start, like, kind of, you know, how does your body not just build immunities towards the antibiotics, blah, blah, blah or, like, your, your antihistamines and stuff like right. that. Like yeah. Um. Yeah, that could be another thing as well, like, just, like, medicine, man. Oh, medicine. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, confusing. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: uh, tricky to get your head around in three weeks.
1: Yeah. We'll say that much. Yeah, but it's important to know the stuff, and I think, like, allergies is really important. I think it really, like, opened my eyes a lot to kind of understanding more. So many people have allergies and probably not as many people understand allergies or mm. understand exactly what they're allergic to and what they can do to kind of make it better, what you can do to make sure that your kids um, are not had. Um, better chances of not having allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Or of just being like picked on. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah, yeah there's there are you can go too far with clean. But well, I also read that it wasn't actually the cleaning or like it was more just our lifestyles. Like it didn't seem I didn't get a clear consensus. Is it like cleaning products? Because some things said it was the cleaning products, yeah. And there was more our just a very broad term of just our lifestyles in general,
1: more hygienic. Well, cleaning products is just like a very tiny. Yeah, that's just part of it. But it's just
0: overall modernization has meant that we're not exposed to what we used to be, and we're getting allergic. Um, Seems so unfair, doesn't it?
1: Also, in saying that I wouldn't pay for a doctor, it is very important to mm. go see a doctor That was not self <laughs> Yeah, Don't go and self-diagnose yourself or even worse, your kids with yeah. having allergies or intolerance to certain food. Um, you know, definitely go seek a medical professional yeah. because this stuff is wildly more complex than
0: you what could you ever find? imagine. Yeah.
1: And obviously the jury's still out. So, yeah. you know, it was a lot of things as well. So we could be learning things. As usual, there was so much gray area. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know? And
0: a lot of this stuff has come to light recently, especially kind of gluten intolerances and things like that. Mm. And because allergies are on a rise, it means that that hasn't been the case for a long time. So, you know, the science is still... Not clear on it.
1: Yeah. And the fact that we don't really understand why our bodies mistake Mm. it, you know, like it could be that it thinks it's another parasite, could have been that it was dangerous a long time ago, could be that it's still dangerous now and our body is actually protecting us and we don't realize it. But yeah, there's still so much that we can do. So the best thing that you can do for you and your kids is to... (laughs) (laughs) Anti-dogs. Anti-dogs. No, and your dogs. (laughs) And your dogs. Yeah. Your kids and your dogs is to go get proper allergy tests. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, yeah. it's a good way to end it, I think. Just yeah. a little bit of advice.
1: Trust your doctors. Trust your doctors. <laughs> but also do some research <laughs> and support them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys soon. Yeah.
1: Bye. Bye.